everyone. Welcome to the Misguided Astrology Podcast, the podcast dedicated to misguiding you. I'm your host, Katie, here with your horoscope for the week of February 14th through February 20th, 2021. Welcome back, everybody. I am so glad to know that you survived last week's Aquarius superstellium. What a wild ride that was. Hmm? I mean, it was fine. It was whatever. It was cool, right? For those of you who are new to the Misguided Podcast, welcome. This is another edition of a weekly horoscope series that comes out every Sunday or occasionally Monday, depending on if I have my shit together. These horoscopes are written for your rising sign, which is different than your sun sign. But if you don't know your rising sign, uh, the sun sign will still be able to give you something. It uh, won't be completely useless, so check that out. Also, if you leave us a review on iTunes or share our podcast with friends, let us know and we'll send you an in-depth birth chart report. Email us at misguided, and that is M-I-S-S guidedastrology at gmail.com, or slide into the DMs on Insta. We are misguidedastrology there. Keep us posted. If you do reach out, the information we will need is birth date, time, and location so that we can give you the most accurate birth chart report that we can. Also, also, follow us on Insta for updates on the podcast and for your individual birthday astrology. I've been putting out what your birth date says about you little videos on TikTok, and I've been uploading them on IG. But anyway, enough with the dumb promo stuff. There is never a dull moment in astrology, and this week is no different. Um, but have no fear. I have been sky spying for you and do have a full report to provide. Scientifically speaking, it goes a little something like this. The week starts off pretty cute, but then it gets weird. And then gets different weird, but in a good way. And then it ends in a toss-up. What does this mean for you? More on that in a few minutes. There are two things I want to touch on before we get into your individual scope. Uh, the Tuesday-Wednesday Uranus-Saturn square, this aspect has a known association for acts of rebellion that don't quite go according to plan. It is a collision of old-school versus new-school trains of thought. So uh, the anti-capitalist in me has fingers crossed for a disruption of status quo, uh, but I should be careful what I ask for because these transits are notoriously messy. There are some implications for what the, this particular transit means for you on an individual level, so I do touch on that at the beginning of your horoscope. I brought it up this week just because they do happen to form the exact square this week, but these planets are both representing forces within your life that are more chronic than acute, so more long-term than short-term, and it are more of an underlying theme in your life for this period. I try to speak of them as broadly as possible because there really is no way to know exactly how you are impacted. This is sky spying. They are broad notions, not minute details. So all I have to say is don't be afraid of what challenges you. It's what gives you character and makes you interesting. And I'm not talking about your inability to pronounce sea anemone, okay? It's been done. On that note, it's Valentine's Day. That is all. This is your weekly horoscope. Cancer. We took some time last week to go over the action taking place in your 8th house, but haven't yet discussed the way it is being challenged by your 11th house of goals, aspirations, friends, networks, humanitarianism, and groups. And this really could speak to so many different dynamics. The 8th house is covering topics of social bonding rituals, such as getting married, or moving in together, or declaring that you're dating and the such, or shared resources such as shared finances or inheritance money. There is something financially oriented about the 8th house. 8th house is also representing sexuality, sexual encounters, 
and also rebirth, regeneration, a time to check in with yourself and do a little tweaking and transform. The ways in which you are growing in these areas is being instigated by the 11th house. A possible iteration of these themes could be a romantic or business relationship being at odds with your goals or your friends. Or it could be friends or other people getting in the way of your personal growth. No matter which ways this dynamic is manifesting, consider who you are surrounding yourself with and if they are really any good for you. Beginning of the week, the Sunday astrology is looking simpatico. We may all have a slow start in the AM with the moon being void, of course, but the rest of the day looks to promise social stimulation. We may get a little break from the effects of the Mercury retrograde with this Mercury-Jupiter conjunction occurring today. It is typically a lucky aspect, something, sometimes an indication that good news may arrive, and more broadly is an indication that social interactions overall will be pleasant and positive. But things do tend to manifest atypically during a Mercury retrograde, so anticipate that these interactions may have an interesting and unusual flavor about them. It looks like what the day has in store for you will be hitting in the 10th house of public image, reputation, or career. So, I mean, it might have to do with your work, but it could also be as simple as interaction on your socials, which I think may be the case for most of you cancers. It'll be a good day to receive attention, is what it looks like. The last time Mercury and Jupiter were conjunct in Aquarius was January 11th, so there's a possibility that activities taking place today are in some way connected to or are a continuation of events happening from around that time. Come this Thursday, the sun is moving into Pisces, which is releasing some of the focus from your 8th house of change, regeneration, rebirth, shared resources, and it is moving into your ninth house of personal beliefs, learning, spirituality, and journeys. This can be an adventurous time and a time of discovery. It's a little higher energy than the 8th house. It's a great time for excursions which expand your mind, truly a time to expand and deepen your understanding of the world around you. It can sometimes be a time for traveling and going for long-distance trips, something far from home, uh, a foreign land, going abroad, overseas, like long, like bigger travel. Unfortunately, this seems a little less likely during the pandemic era, but that doesn't mean it won't happen, especially if it is what is meant for you. This transit won't be an overt presence, but is more subtle. An overarching theme stringing events together from February until late March when the sun moves into Aries. End of the week, Venus and Mars are square dancing with each other, which for you could indicate seeing action in matters of your aspirations, friends, or self-growth, or self-sabotage. There is something combustive about a Venus-Mars square, something cataclysmic a spurring to action sort of feel. And lastly, this good news or decent news, Mercury stations direct again on Saturday, so we will begin to pull out of the complications of Mercury retrograde and can expect to be totally free of the aspect by March 13th. Once the shadow period, as it were, concludes. Alrighty, Cancer, that is all for this week. Thank you for tuning in to the Misguided Astrology Podcast. I'll be seeing you next Sunday. Thank you.